For sure. All right. So uh, Bill Wallace is our topic today. Back in the uh, recording booth with Mr. Drain. Going to talk with uh, your history and experience with Superfoods. So how did that all get started? Uh, are we back? Good. I'm back. You'd be locked up for honest just a second. Um, so my experience with Bill Wallace, I guess my first recollection would be staring at, uh, as a kid, staring at, uh, the movie screen at the movie theater watching uh, A Force of One with Chuck Norris, where uh, Bill Wallace was sparky and uh, played the bad guy. And, uh, but man, his kicking ability and his flexibility left such an impression on me as a, uh, as a teenager and a fledgling martial artist that, uh, you know, I mean, he was that, that kind of, I don't know, he was immediately became a uh, martial art hero of mine. And of course, back then, um, he was in all the magazines. Is he still, I mean, you know, it's hard to pick up a, a karate magazine, black belt, whatever, and uh, not see uh, something about Bill Wallace. But uh, back then, I mean, he, he was mad, uh, mad popular. And uh, so that was my my introduction to Bill. Then uh, kind of fast forward into the 80s. He did uh, seminars in uh, Little Rock and in Memphis that I uh, attended. And then uh, my real relationship with him, though, started, uh, I guess, about 1995. I got to teach at a superstar, all-star karate camp, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was invited to teach that with Joe Lewis. And... Uh, it was Joe Lewis, Bill Wallace, Dr. Beasley, Jerry Beasley. And uh, I was one of the invited featured instructors um, under, uh, under those guys. And so that was my first time to get to teach with them. And then, uh, you know, I taught at the Karate College for about a dozen years. And, and uh, Bill was there. And, and, of course, he and Joe were such great friends that uh, – uh, Anytime Joe had a camp, Bill was there, and we just got to train, uh, got to train together. You know, and it's funny because it was shortly after I started teaching with them that I started having my hip issues. And uh, Bill was somebody I could talk to because he was still kicking, he was still moving, he was still, uh, still active, and yet I knew that he had had, had uh, hip surgeries. I mean, I think he's had now three replacements he's had one done twice um one once one done twice so to see him kick at the level that he can kick and maintain the flexibility i mean in his 70s that man still pick his foot up and stick his big toe in your ear for you real real fast and uh can kick i mean just getting out and doing his seminars and his in his camps and Still there? Kind of froze Plus up. Anybody else, you know what I mean? 
to uh, to perform. So, so very, very, very impressive. Yeah, that is. I mean, his. his so what his story of how he became Superfoot. You know, I know you mentioned that a little bit on the last podcast, but he got an injury training judo, and then that kind of, uh, you know, spawned his nickname and and sort of his lead leg capabilities. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. Um, had a guy fall off of his hip and uh, land on the side of his knee and tear his knee out, and uh, training injury and. Uh, uh, he was in Okinawa in a leg cast and saw some guys doing, doing uh, karate. And, and uh, you know, when they would do the kicks with their right leg, he just kept kicking with his left leg. So he was able to develop his, his own style. And it's interesting to me, too, because <clears throat> he actually trained under the same guy in Okinawa that Joe Lewis had trained with in Okinawa. And yet they ultimately developed radically different styles, but they came from the same base. And, uh, you know, I think that's a, a great example of what the Brazilians call game. You know, I mean, we, uh, in uh, jiu-jitsu, you can have the same, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, we have the same stock set of techniques, right? But people hybrid and, and innovate and develop their own particular Joe and looking at their their base uh, style coming out of Okinawa, um, training with the same instructor and yet developing really individual styles personal styles that maximized, uh, you know, their God-given uh, potential. So what years would um, Bill Wallace and Joe Lewis would have been in Okinawa? Do you, do you recall? That, that is like 60s, something that I probably 50s. know. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, so it would have been in the 60s. Okay, okay. So kind of like by pre yeah. pre. And I know Joe was career. there. Joe had been gone for about a year. Uh, it was definitely the Vietnam era. Joe had been gone for about a year before Bill got there. So um, this would have been in the would have been in the sixties. Yeah. And okay, so I've got you know I've got a book in here that's a collection of all the. Uh, I'm sure there's been there's been more written, but a bunch of the Black Belt magazine articles about Bill. It's just a book of articles written about him, right? It's a collection of articles. But uh, you mentioned him being in a force of one, uh, and I know he was pretty tightly connected with Hollywood, right? I mean, he was um, in more movies than just that, and I know he worked with a lot of uh, celebrities and stuff. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I lost you there for just a minute, so if I dropped some of your question, please reprompt me. My computer froze up. Um, uh, you know, he worked with, uh, uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. He was, uh, you know, he worked with Elvis, uh, Elvis Presley. Um, 
and uh, actually worked for Elvis, teaching at a school that Elvis had there in Memphis. Um, the Bill Wallace story, uh, honestly, is 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 fascinating. I mean, it's a slice of American martial art history. Here you've got a guy that is known as And innovated his lead leg kicking style and the option oriented offense. And uh, I've, you know, I mean, people have studied and he's influenced tens of thousands of kickers. Just, you know, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's had a more profound uh, uh, influence on, on, uh, on kicking methodology or kicking style. I mean, one person. So Bill, uh, the preeminent kicker. I mean, you know, world's greatest kicker, hands down. But he was arrested. So he uh, and has it, got a phenomenal ground game. I mean, I think a couple of my, my favorite judo seminar I ever been to was one that Bill taught. Um, it just I, I identify and can it, I, I really relate to his teaching style. So I thought he did wonderful um, uh, wrestling seminars and, and things that he's taught that I've had, you know, the for good fortune to go into are absolutely fantastic because he's a great coach, you know? So uh, it's interesting. And, uh, you know, at a lot of his black belt conferences, uh, he's asked me to teach some submission. So he's pretty well-rounded for a guy that's known as a, body style, the point style, above the waist kicking. He's also pretty non-traditional in some of his approaches and his uh, methodology. So uh, I, I think that's fascinating. And his work with um, like Elvis Presley and, and I think gave him in his, in his, in of course his stardom as a, as a champion, as a kickboxer, open some Hollywood doors for him. And uh, in addition to a movie with Chuck Norris, I know he's been on movies with like, uh, I think Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I couldn't even begin to, to name all the people that he's, that he's worked with, you know, that's uh, for sure. I know that he, for a while, he was working as uh, 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 a bodyguard and trainer for uh, John Belushi. And uh, through John Belushi, met Dan Aykroyd and uh, I guess Joe Piscopo and a bunch of those those kind of people. Um, he was actually the one that discovered when uh, John Belushi died. He was the one uh, the studio I think called him and asked them to check on him. And he went to the room and actually found uh, found John, um, which you know still a. Uh, a tragic loss for the comedic world and, and uh, whatnot. But uh, yeah, very, uh, very interesting listening to the history of martial arts and movies. I mean, uh, that was one of the, for me personally, I mean, you know, when your childhood, use word childhood uh, loosely, but you know, as a young man, teenager um, to young, I mean, to have one of your heroes to get to teach with and then, uh, be asked to 
you know, and then ultimately get rank from and uh, hang out with. And I, I'm in awe sitting around and listening to, uh, to his stories because when he's gone, it's going to be a slice of uh, a slice of Americana. I mean, you know, you don't really realize like the profound effect of the Joe Lewis. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times isn't necessarily recognized until after they're gone. Um, but I, I think that's made me treasure my time with uh, Bill all that much more is because you realize just what a profound influence he's had on uh, and continues to have at the last year in Las Vegas at the uh, martial arts super show, the room, he packed out a, a, a seminar at seven o'clock in the morning in Las Vegas, you know, like who's up at 7 a.m. in Las Vegas? Well, there was uh, hundreds of martial artists that were up stretching and kicking with Bill Wallace. And that's uh, it's pretty impressive that he still has that kind of drawing power um, in his 70s, you know what I mean? And it, it just speaks to his personality and, and uh, you know, his, his, his legacy. I mean, he gets out there and he's, he's fun. I mean, uh, he's got a great sense of humor, but he's still bringing uh, relative information. You know, I mean, his, his stretching methodology, I've humbly stolen, I mean, used. <laughs> In the gym stretching, trying to maintain my flexibility. So I, I'm still using, you know, I mean, I was I, using Bill's, uh, Bill's stretching. I, uh, his uh, kicking and that option-oriented, you know, establish a technique. You know, I, I, I call it the option-oriented offense. It's like a football team that, you know, runs up the middle, runs up the middle, fakes up the middle and pitches out and, you know, or throws a pass. I mean, uh, Bill's options the way he establishes a sidekick hook kick ground kick and uh has developed up i mean he was a world champion with five techniques you know he had a left jab or a straight left a left hook sidekick hook kick ground kick and everybody knew he was going to do it just nobody could stop him you know he was undefeated as a kickboxer and that that reading the defense being able to establish your offense um I mean, he's done it in a way nobody else has. But what a great, I think, strategy that you can apply to so many aspects of the martial arts, right? I mean, you can apply it to your boxing. You can apply it to your kicking. You can apply it to your grappling. And that idea of it's not how much you know, it's how well you know what you know. And then being able to apply it so flawlessly that nobody can stop it. And uh, there's, uh, I mean, there's other examples, but I think Bill uh, personifies that kind of uh, philosophy. And along the way, I mean, uh, you know, he had some professional boxing matches. He, uh, his uh, footwork, footwork methodology that he employs to be able to set up his stuff, his distancing, you know, it's one of the things that to be a great kicker, you got to be able to maintain kicking distance. And to do that, you got to be able to move. You know, I mean, you've got to have good footwork. You've got to be able to distance. You've got to be able to get in and you've got to be able to get out and get out of the way. 
And uh, he does that so flawlessly. I mean, you know, that's uh, another uh, real. So when you start kind of peeling the layers of the onion, you start, uh, you start coming up with some of these other things that go along with. And of course, I think Bill was blessed with some, uh, some fast twitch muscle fiber, you know, that's definitely uh, a gift from God. I mean, you know, to, to, uh, to be able to have that speed. I mean, there is a certain, there's certain genetic predisposition um, there, but that doesn't, genetic predisposition in anything is the old, you know, hard work beats talent. If talent doesn't work hard, but when talent works hard, you've got a champion, you know, and, and Bill to this day, I mean, works out very, very, very hard. It's, it's not, a, it, it wasn't just an accident. I mean, you know, you can say, oh yeah, he's got great fast twitch muscle fiber, which he does, but that doesn't mean anything if you're not in the gym grinding for hours at a time. And he'll still get out and at his seminars, I mean, watch his volume of kicks. And I, I'm blessed to get to train with him several times every year. And uh, he throws as many kicks as in teaching the seminars. He's throwing as many kicks as anybody else out there. You know, I mean, in moves, you know, I, I, I like watching his movement. I mean, it's impressive to me how the man can still move. Oh, I know. It's, it's amazing. Anytime I've been around him, you just can't believe – can't believe he's that age, you know. So what could you say uh, about, I mean, I know he has an amazing organization in which you're a part of and uh, in which is also at least uh, nationwide here in the United States. But what could you say about the, uh, the Superfoot systems? Uh, man, what a great collection of guys. Um, with people that are involved from all different styles. You know, I mean, Kicking kind of transcends. I've always been one that uh, I look for efficacy and just not dogma. I mean, I I want, I've always kind of tried to push the envelope and finding things that work really, really well. And, you know, I I study, uh, I'm, I'm no Bill Wallace by any stretch of the imagination, but I've certainly studied and tried to incorporate what I've learned from Bill into my training, just like, you know, I've not the size, strength, or, you know, I'm no Joe, Joe trying to incorporate and, and, you know, round myself out as a martial artist. Well, I'm not the only person that feels that way, right? We all, a lot of us do. Uh, and so you've got guys from all kinds of different styles of martial art that uh, train with the, uh, Train with Bill, and I've got to meet Michael J. White. Um, I was on the testing panel beside Bill when Michael J. White tested and got his black belt with Bill, which uh, he's a phenomenal. Michael J. is just a phenomenal martial artist, and of course, you know, all kinds of acting credits, his own bad self. Um, big old boy. And, uh, but definitely, uh, uh, an impressive martial artist. And it was impressive watching him go through that testing because Bill's black belt testing is quite grueling. I mean, picking that leg up and kicking over and over and over is, is intense. And I think that's a bond too. anybody that's gone through, held that leg up into the air and, and held it there and thrown a million kicks, 
until it uh, feels like your leg's going to fall off, you know, and uh, that that's kind of a common bond. Um, there's, there's, you know, affiliates in, in, in England, there's people in uh, uh, Australia. I mean, you know, Bill travels Europe quite a bit because he fought over in Europe quite a bit and made, made some good friendships over there and, um, you know, across the United States. And there's, you know, I've been, been really fortunate to meet some really, really, really quality uh, martial artists. And we do try to get together. We were supposed to have a uh, camp in Memphis. Um, matter of fact, it would have been this coming weekend. And uh, with COVID, obviously, it's been uh, canceled. We're hoping to uh, reschedule that for uh, uh, tentatively, I think it's scheduled for the first weekend in November, where uh, we'll get together and uh, train with Bill and then uh, myself and some of the other black belts uh, uh, also teach various seminars and, and uh, we uh, will run, uh, typically there's a testing, Bill uh, has people that are looking for black belt or for higher rank of black belt. We uh, have a testing opportunity. So that's uh, coming up and I, I encourage anybody watching, if you're interested in, in finding out more about the Superfoot organization or diving deeper into some of Bill's methodology, please reach out to me. Um, I, I, I love getting to share uh, things that I've learned from Bill. And uh, it's always fun helping people that want to test for uh, test for rank under Bill. That's a, it's a nice signature and certificate to have on the wall. And uh, he's a great guy to support. You know, I mean, I think it, it fills out. There's, uh, you know, like Bruce Lee said, out fighting, in fighting, trapping, grappling, on the mat well you know that kicking methodology the out fighting and being able to uh expand your knowledge in a certain area i don't see you know i think that's i think that's absolutely great and uh i love studying bill stuff for bill for that stuff's sake you know i mean there's uh aspects of it that that i apply uh every time i spar and uh it's so, uh, it's just fascinating to me. You know, I really enjoy uh, working, uh, learning his methodology. And then uh, as a, you know, from an academic point of view, I think it's cool when you can, you know, do things stylistically in that bubble. Um, there's a time to be able to just like, you know, old school Western boxing, this method or that method, you know what I mean? Philly boxing is different than, LA boxing, which is gonna look different than what they're doing in Atlanta or at the Crunk Gym in, in Detroit, right? People have flares and styles. And, and uh, I, I think it's cool when you can look at, at styles of martial art and employ, well, this is, this is this style, this is that style and run it separately and then go here, here's how I blend. Because there is a blending and ultimately, you know, if you can find, and Bill's real fond of saying, look, if you can just take an idea, if you can work some of this stuff, you know, and it helps you out, great, you know. Uh, and you've seen there's like Wonder Boy Thompson. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's somebody that's been able to kind of take a side stance and employ his lead leg in, in, uh, in the use that 
at it maybe a non-traditional uh, stuff and um, would love to have them come uh, come work out, come train. And uh, as we get more information, I'll be posting up information about the camp in Memphis. So uh, I would love to tuned. come to that too. Yeah. Is that going to be, you know, I just had Robbie Beard on and he was talking about maybe having Bill in towards the end of the year. Is that, is he going to be hosting that? Uh, I don't think, I don't think Robbie's hosting it, but I'm sure I know he's going to be there. Um, cool. Uh, that, um, and of course, with with the changes, I was just talking with Terry Dow. Terry's in uh, in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, and he puts on a big martial arts symposium every year that I've been teaching at now for about ten years, and uh, uh, always has Bill in. And and uh, I was just visiting with Terry yesterday about uh, when the next conference uh, about the conference, and so everything right now is a little bit up in the air. Because everybody's, uh, you know, COVID. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the the default, right? I mean, it's just kind of got everything up in the air. But we're looking to hopefully get that nailed down. I mean, uh, from what Terry understood, Bill wants to uh, wants to do it, and that's kind of an anniversary. He uh, wanted to go back to the old school where he was that he was teaching at, um, and maybe go to a Graceland and. Um, you know, a lot, lot was, there's a lot of history with Bill in Memphis and, uh, still guys there that trained with them, like, like Robbie, uh, and, uh, there's, uh, several other old timers that are there that, uh, I think Bill wanted to incorporate that predate Robbie and I, <laughs> but, you know, definitely would be our seniors in the martial arts, right? So that, uh, they're going to be involved and, um, and, and, you know, this, I, what a great opportunity for us as Arkansans, because a lot of times these camps are in Florida, which it can be difficult for some of us to travel to, right? I mean, I, I make it a point to be there, but it's hard for me to drag a lot of my students and, and it's hard to introduce a lot of people at times when you're having to, you know, go travel across the country and, and camps and everything else. But this one is in our own backyard. I mean, you know, you're talking two, three hours to Memphis, and uh, so once they get this nailed down and uh, we get it, get it set up, definitely uh, hope you can make it and, and uh, anybody else that's out there, um, you know, and for people that are uh, you know, I'm working with a few people, trying to get them ready to test for black belt with, uh, with Bill and it's, you know, holding that leg up in the air and throwing a million kicks. Um, it's a pretty, his black belt testing is pretty involved. You know, I mean, there's a lot of his footwork methodology, his boxing, his uh, definitely his kicking, a lot of sparring, a lot of combinations. Um, it, it it'll 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 wear you out. You know, it's not it's nothing to just take lightly. You know, I mean, after uh, I've I've never seen anybody go through that testing, and I've seen world champ Orlando Orlando Rivera. Uh, Michael J. White, I've seen guys, uh, the Hudsons, uh, uh, Shannon and Kevin Hudson, who are both world kickboxing champions. I mean, I've watched a lot of people go through those that uh, that testing that were, you know, 
nationally, internationally recognized martial artists that were, you know, high level guys. And they were all done at the end of that, at the end of that testing. You know I mean? It's, uh, it's, it's legit. It's a lot of, it's a lot of kicking. It's a lot of work, but it's a, it's a great feeling when you go through it, you're joining a uh, pretty elite fraternity. So I think it's really cool. So, and what, what rank you hold in eighth degree in the superfoot system? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm an eighth degree with Bill and uh, he was, so, and I came on uh, at the time um, I was kind of, he was kind enough. I, I got in at my, uh, he brought me in at the rank of my core style. And of course I'd been training with Bill since the eighties. Um, so it wasn't like I just met Bill and tested and got a high ranking black belt. I had been, uh, I had been actually, I'd worked out with Bill at seminars and practicing his material since, uh, since the eighties and, uh, had, uh, had been teaching before I got my first, before I tested. And then, uh, and then, so I came on board as a relative high rank and then since I've tested up again. So, uh, and he's only got a few, there's only a few of us that hold eighth degree with uh, Bill. I mean, it's, it's relative high rank. And I work hard to honor that rank by being able, you know, I mean, I, I work hard when I'm at, the, at doing Bill's stuff to make sure I'm doing Bill's stuff. I, you know, I, I want to be able to insert his one-liners at the appropriate moment when I'm teaching, uh, teaching his, you know, teaching his material and, and working his, uh, working his methodologies. But I feel really it's important as, as a Bill Wallace high rank, I feel like it's really important to be able to do his stuff his way. And then, uh, and especially when I'm teaching his stuff, I don't try to high, I want to, I want to have his stuff down the way he wants it taught. Now, you know, when I'm teaching Danny Dring stuff, I will mix and match and blend. But when I'm teaching Bill Wallace, and the differences, and then, uh, you know, there's times I've been asked to teach seminars. Hey, will you blend what you've learned from Joe and what you've learned from Bill? How do you get sideways from a traditional boxing stance? Or, you know, how do you go from being really squared up to, to getting sideways? And, and what are some of the, where I'm, I'm integrating, you know, footwork I've learned from Bill and integrating footwork I've learned from Joe and, uh, it's funny, you look at some of the old, uh, and, and Bill loves pointing this out too, is that you look at some of old, Joe's old stuff, when he was competing, he fought sideways, you know? But as Joe got more deeper into boxing, kickboxing, um, he started kind of changing his style up a little bit. But Joe had a, a brutal, brutal sidekick and uh, was known for his sidekick in competition. He just cut people in two with it. And to throw a sidekick, you gotta be sideways. So. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting seeing uh, seeing those uh, seeing those things. But I I am honored 
to hold uh, a high rank under uh, Bill. And uh, as, and I try to uphold, to me, there's a, a legacy and a responsibility to be able to out of honor and out of respect, because I think it's important. Still there. You froze up just a second. You still there? Yeah, it froze up just there, but I can hear you. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, well, you know, let's just go ahead and wrap it up. It's th This has been a great talk about, like what you just said it there at the end, just just that legacy, right? And that's kind of, kind of again, just the whole impotence on trying to do all these episodes with you is to kind of get your legacy all recorded, right? Because it's... It's too much to do on a single podcast, for sure. So I appreciate you taking the Well, thank the time. you very much. It, it's, it's really cool to get to visit and just share because, you know, uh, to uh, Bill, um, shout out to his wife, Jane. I hope they get to, I'm going to send this, uh, this uh, podcast and ask that, you know, get him to, to watch, you know. I mean, that uh, when you get this, when it gets released, I'm definitely going to be uh, sharing it and asking him to uh, watch it. And um, I love his wife, Jane. She's really, really sweet lady. And they're, uh, they're great people. I mean, they're, they're just, uh, you know, they're, but they're also part of my martial art fabric. They've been a part of my uh, bill. My, uh, my love of bill is, is, you know, throughout my, my entire martial art time. He's been a very, very profound influence uh, to me, um, through my whole martial art career is it, from the time I was just getting started. So it's really cool to get to kind of share that love. And uh, it's been fun. I mean, there's obviously, I mean, I've got, there's other people and spend 40 some years, you know, 40 plus years in the martial arts. And I've been influenced by several people, right. You know, and, and uh, holding rank in so many different styles and they, uh, it's kind of part of that, that jigsaw puzzle, you know, it's all pieces of the puzzle, but they're, they're all meaningful. And it's been, a, I mean, it's been a blast. I, I really appreciate the opportunity just to kind of, to, to share this because these guys, I mean, I, I love honoring uh, my mentors and, and uh, I think it kind of explains, you know, some of the uniqueness of, uh, of what we have in our team LDMA because their, uh, their teachings I've tried to pass on, but also some of their philosophies, you know, on helping people grow uh, as individuals. Your flavor as a martial artist is individual to you, and you've been influenced by so many great people, you know? I mean, uh, uh, there's, you've had a lot of good instructors in your development, and, you know, you've sought out, I, you know, I mean, from being at a seminar with Hickson when he got burst in and presented his ninth degree. I mean, you know, his red belt, his 10th degree, uh, you were right there. I mean, being Izuki, you know, how cool is that, you know, in a, in a thing. So all of these stories kind of make up, uh, I think what we have, which is really cool in our team LDMA. And, and, uh, I do appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, to, to share some of this love and passion. Well, thanks again, Mr. Drain. You kind of said it there at the end. That's a cool quote, like the fabric of part of your martial arts fabric, you know, 
that's a that's a real interesting way to think about all this is you know it's it, it's kind of like a quilt we're, we're piecing it all together and uh it, it forms something real intricate real unique when it's all done but when you look at it from afar it might be one of those awesome dean plank quilts or something yeah awesome, all right brother. yeah well we'll Thank talk to you so later much. yes sir all right talk to you soon